Welcome, Gong Cafe, for the 21st day of March, year of our Lord, 2023. So glad you could join us. I pray this is a blessed time for you and a building time for you and a helping time for you as we make way toward uh, Easter. May this Lenten journey guide us, bless us, and prepare us. We're at Paul's letter to the Romans, book of Romans, or the letter to the Romans, chapter 8, verses 6 through 11, in the New International Version of the Bible. And the devotional is called, Is the Spirit Living in You? And that's a very important question. I hope we can get to an answer in your life, uh, as this will guide us and bless us and make us the people God wants us to be. If you're ready, I am. Let's hear the Word of God. Verse 6. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his Spirit who lives in you. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say, gracias a Dios. Well, the psalmist said in King James Version of the Bible in Proverbs 23, 7, As a man thinketh, so is he. The one verse that King David wrote in this version of the Bible has been the foundation for many of a series of prosperity gospel preacher sermons and even prosperity gospel writers. In fact, in 1903, James Allen wrote a self-help book by that title, as a man thinketh. I've not read the book, but I would assume that it stresses putting all your efforts and energies on your goals, and you will obtain them. The late Reverend Dr. Norman Vincent Peale wrote a similar best-selling book called The Power of Positive Thinking, which said the same things, más o menos, for less. What we have heard or read here is Paul telling the believers in Rome these were the Christian believers in Rome, that whatever you let your mind tell you, you'll pretty much get that or go there. His first verse in this passage says that the mind controlled by the desires of the flesh will lead you straight to death. Now, that's pretty harsh, but it's pretty true. On the other hand, Paul says, if your mind is controlled by the Holy Spirit, you get life and peace now, keep in mind, Paul lived in both worlds at one time. First world was governed by his desire to get ahead in his career. And he did a good job of that, got the best education, got the best connections. Pretty soon he had authority and, and power to persecute and put in jail and even put to death those who followed Jesus Christ. Tell me he wasn't living in a flesh-driven world of death. He was. 
But as we read in, read in Acts chapter 9, he had a face-to-face encounter with the risen Christ, and that changed his whole life. And he went from a mind controlled and driven by the flesh for all of its earthly desires to a mind controlled by the Spirit and life and righteousness and peace. Now, that whole change that came over him, that transformation means that Paul sought to have God govern his life by the Holy Spirit. He knew that one cannot allow both the flesh and the Spirit to compete for control. Paul writes, the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. They're enemies. It cannot submit to God's law, nor will it. And those in the realm of the flesh cannot go about pleasing God. The truth, Paul argues, is that when those in the Spirit are from the realm of the Spirit, because the Spirit lives in the believers. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. Now, this passage has angered a lot of people since probably that day in worship in Rome when they received the letter from Paul. What does this mean? Where does it put me? What does it mean for this body of believers in the capital city of the world? Here is the reason. Some people truly understand that when we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, as Paul stressed, we should become, as Jesus told Nicodemus back in John chapter 3, people need to be born again in the Spirit. We cannot stay in the flesh. Because if we stay in the flesh, we'll only seek to gratify the desires and temptations of the flesh, flesh, and that's futile and pointless. And, of course, it leads to death. I remind us, the believers are not just of this physical realm. We are of the supernatural realm, the divine realm. Now, Paul ends this part of his passage with his promise of hope, and I quote, And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of His Spirit who lives in you. End quote. Now, if we stay connected, hear this, dear friends, if we stay connected by steadfast prayer, faithful listening, and thoughtful reflection, God will guide us and the living Christ who lives in us, will guide us from this life to the eternal life that he promised to those who live and die in him. Remember, yesterday's passage, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the liar. Do you believe this? Let's pray. Living God, live in us and bless us to be a blessing to others. Help us overcome doubt and the desires of the flesh. We seek to be spiritual in all areas of our lives. And it's in Christ Jesus' strong name we pray. Amen. Dear listener, thank you for coming along and spending time with us. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Here's your call to action for all of us. Show others how the Spirit guides and blesses you so that others will want to join us. Receive my blessings of joy and peace. I'm Pastor Adi I love you and I thank God for you. And I pray that the Lord bless you and keep you from now on till the end. Amen.